Welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Stephen Nussbaum, and my good friend, South Stand chum, bearded legend, Walsall bound, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, welcome back to episode number 29. Thanks for the great introduction. All being well, we'll be uh, heading up to Walsall. Um, as usual, thanks very much for all your listens to uh, episode number 28. Um, bit of housekeeping to start this episode as always. We've breached uh, 1,270 followers now on Twitter. We are absolutely striding ahead. Uh, really, really love all the interaction from everybody, so thanks uh, for getting in touch with us. There's been hundreds, not counting them, but it feels Absolutely. like hundreds. If not, it yeah. actually feels like thousands Amazing. Of, of messages. So thanks f- for getting in touch, everyone. We're also uh, we're also on Instagram. We are Orient underscore Outlook underscore podcast. Yep. Um, if you are looking for a retweet or to be mentioned in the show, uh, you need to include us. We're at Orient Outlook on Twitter or... Like we've had a couple of emails in, you can email us. We're orionoutlook at outlook.com. Mate, that was very smooth. Thanks. Love it. So this is episode 29, episode 28 went out last week and had great listening figures. So thanks for listening. A few reviews we've had. Um, firstly comes from at our demander. A thorough episode as always. Interesting interview with Colin Mumford about his new job. But thank God we don't score more goals. That was uh, our demander's version thoughts on our commentary. Yeah. But not a fan of them. Not a fan, but okay. we love them. Um, at, uh, so we haven't heard from you uh, in a while, Robert, so thanks for getting in touch. At yep. Kai Showing, excellent podcast again. Why not petition El Presidente for an interview to test how open his door really is? Roll on number 29. I would love to interview Francesco. But Everyone I, I would. I think there's two chances of getting him. There's no chance and sweet yeah. FA chance yeah. of getting him. Um, but we will endeavour to do so. At Dear Stu said, fantastic podcast. As always, interesting to hear that Nuge was barking orders on Saturday. Sensible move by Fabio. Yeah, agree with you there, Stu. Yeah, absolutely. And Nikki Clark-Hale's not heard from you in a while, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. Excellent listen, uh, podcast number 28. Very balanced. Enjoy the interview with Colin Mumford as well. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed that. It was nice speaking to him. Seems like a really nice bloke. Yeah, absolutely, and a good good orient record so far. One yeah. for one. At David Sears 3 said, superb podcast as always. Love the opening tune, which was great. Um, let's hope for more airtime from the Mooney celebration after tonight. Well, David, there's a treat for you in <laughs> there's, store. There's, there's, yeah, I hope you're sitting down for that one. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we, you know, we've got an email address. It's not often used, but but yeah, people are welcome to use it. And we had an email in from a friend of the podcast, Cliff Weston, sits in the South Stand, um, but we didn't have time to broadcast it last week. So just wanted yep. to mention a couple of good points that Cliff made in that in his email. He said, when Buschetti took over the club, I was as excited about it as the next man. Here I was thinking, bloody hell, a billionaire owner at the club who will invest in players and we can push on from last season's playoffs. I didn't expect us to finish in the top two, but I did expect us to be pushing for a playoff place. But instead, I'm scared this time next season we could be fighting for league status. There's a simple answer to what's going on on the pitch, and that is to bring an experienced English manager and coaching team. The worst thing about all this is that Leighton Orient, as a club, is starting to lose its identity, which is something we must never lose. Yeah, Cliff made some great points in that email, and I think the last two lines of that are crucial, why so many people are feeling disconnected to the club, the way Francesco's running it. Um, but, yeah, great emails to keep them coming. Absolutely. Um, and before we kind of start getting into the week that was, this is going to be a podcast of two halves, definitely today, I feel. Yeah, so, it certainly will be. Let's get going. So, Sunday 15th of February, our under-16s beat Berry 4-1 in the National Category 3 final. Well done, the young O's. Well done, Danny Webb. Um, 
looking at their record, they they went on a thirty match unbeaten run, which is fantastic. Goals from Josh Karoma, Miles Judd, Stephen Alzate, and Noel Mbo. I've said that right. Well done, lads. Yeah, well done, chaps. We noticed a few, few of you started following <coughs> us on Twitter. Thanks for last much. week. So if you listen, get all of us as a team to uh to come and follow us and maybe get a few interviews later on, yep. later on down the line. So last Monday, the 16th of February, it was Lloyd James's birthday, so we wished him a happy birthday, and he very kindly responded yeah. saying thanks very much, um, hopefully weeks rather than months oh. now, alluding to his obvious imminent comeback, all being well. He's got uh, an appointment with the surgeon on the 9th of March, so fingers crossed he'll get the all clear, and I think he's then able to make his involvement in contact. Yeah. I think that's what he's waiting on the all clear on. be amazing to get him back. It's been a big miss. He was on... Such good form earlier in the season. Yeah. It'd be great to get him back. Also on Monday, Preston played Man United in the FA Cup and there were some funny uh, bits of banter going on social media all aimed at Jamie Jones about not playing in the match. Um, so we had an email from another new listener who um, made the point about Jamie Jones Chris- saying... Christine, who sits yeah. near us in the South Stand. Yeah, hello Christine. And she said, I mean, she loves Jamie Jones. She adores Jamie Jones uh, and not many people do but she makes a great point saying why oh why do fans keep bringing up Jamie Jones he's gone he's history he's moved on as for Wembley well you could have blamed anyone as far as I'm concerned you could blame Baldry for missing his penalty and also Dagnall for missing his penalty all keepers make mistakes no one had said about the penalty Jamie saved at Wembley if Dagnall had scored his we would have got through and who would have been the hero so a great point there by Christine yeah. Also goes on to mention about our new wonder keeper, Alex Chizak, saying he's a good keeper. I've seen him at Chesterfield. The back four looked more confident. He was coming out for all the balls. I just hope he can improve on his kicking and I hope we can extend his contract. Absolutely, Absolutely. fair point. Yeah, great point. Yeah, he's been a great keeper so far. So then on Tuesday the 17th of February, uh, as we've only won two home games in the league this season, Liverani was on the Orient website quoted as saying, I am aware of the home record, and because of that, I really hope to see a packed stadium to support us even more than the fans already do. Hopefully, the help of the supporters with the help of the supporters, we can start picking up home wins. We need the fans more than ever to help us to achieve results. Uh, yep. Yeah, so, speak, yeah, so speaking, speaking honestly, yes, yeah, it's, it's right. You know, we need to keep behind the team. I did an interview with Andy Brown, along with Andy Brown, uh, who is at Orient Meat Pie on a very good podcast, really professionally put together, um, called We Are Going Up. It's W A G Up, um, and that's that's available on iTunes, as far as I'm aware. Um, dedicated to the football league. So um, before we were on, uh, there was a, a little section about Brentford because obviously Mark Warburton's future was obviously decided at that point. Yeah. Worth a listen. So Wednesday, yep. 18th of February, two matches this week. Uh, first was Bradford at home. Um, before the match, we went to speak to a listener at Josh Pavitt, who'd got in contact with us. So he's a steward. He works at the is it the East End. Uh, yeah, he's in the East Stand at the north end of the East Stand, and um, we wanted to really find out what it was like being, uh, you know, uh, you know, quite a young supporter, but also he's also a steward at the uh, at, at that end. So. We caught up with Josh. Here's Josh. So we are now outside the ground. It's the evening of the uh, Bradford home game, and we are now joined by uh, one of our regular listeners, Josh. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank Thanks you for joining us. Um, tell us, Josh, how, how long have you supported Orient for? Um, well, I supported Orient when I was about, I'd say, when I started getting into it, well, about six. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and how yes. old are you now? I'm 21 now. Wow, so nearly as long as me. Yeah, wow. Well, okay. Um, so, you're a steward here at yep. the ground. We're standing outside the East End now. How did you get involved with this? 
basically it was it was a, it was a matter of I just applied for it. I saw the position was open. I just applied for it, and within a couple of weeks, got a phone call from then the stadium manager, who interviewed me, went through the recruitment process. I've been stewarding for about four or five years now. No, it's this one. Enjoy it. Love every minute of it. And also, obviously, getting the, uh, getting the opportunity yeah. to, uh, to watch the game as well is obviously... It gives me the opportunity to know the fans as well. So when I do travel to some away games, I don't get to go to a lot of work issues. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, the, the times I do get to go to away games, it just it's it's better to be with people you know instead of just being around like people you don't know who you're talking to. And it's just start going to more and more and you're seeing more and more people it makes That's life it. a lot easier for you right it, yeah. so what's the um, what's the best game you've seen here in your 15 years supporting honestly I, I wouldn't be able to give anything far away like long long ago the best game I've seen is probably when we did Peterborough in the league yeah. playoff doesn't surprise me that doesn't surprise me that best yeah. atmosphere as well probably that was probably yeah, yeah. best atmosphere yeah. absolutely so on a typical stewarding day what do you do obviously get yeah, before kickoff. but what, well, what tasks do you actually have to do and what are you just, just, just ensuring the safety of everyone like you've got to make sure no one's been an idiot like you've got to make sure you search I, I, all, I, all, all I do is I search people make sure they're not taking prohibited items in the ground you know normal stuff yeah, stuff. yeah. And then I just interact with people and just talk to people and just make sure they're enjoying themselves. Do you get silly question? Do you get many idiots or no? Because I can't imagine no. you would. When I'm away, not in a north stand either. Nah, not 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 doing this. I've had a couple of issues with some away fans, but I was going to say if you're doing your away end, I presume it's more rowdy. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, it can, it can be. That's the that's the thing I love about doing this job because it's when I'm on away fans, it's something new every week. Yeah, it's yeah. not the same thing. Yeah. So I know, I don't know what to expect. It just puts me on my head. It just puts me on my feet. Keeps me on my toes, and it's just this is why I love it. That's why I love doing the job. Absolutely, absolutely. And do you get to meet any of the players before and or after? Uh, not okay, not often, not oh, often enough. No, I mean I've, I've been at the gallery after the game once or twice. Other than that, what do you think? What are your thoughts of? Just move on to the uh, the footballing side of things now. What are your thoughts of the season so far? Can you sum it up in? Uh... Sum it up. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely diabolical. Yeah. To think that it's the same team that I was watching last, last season. season. Literally, yeah. it is the exact same team, barring one or two. To think that that. That's, that's what I blame for the way that we're playing. The playoff final, is to, it just destroyed us. Hangover, still? Still suffering? I, I think that's what it is. It's a case of we are still suffering. Yeah, players being sorry for themselves, possibly. Maybe. Yes. Heads down. Quite traumatic to go that far and, and then we kicks we've away. we've got some well, on as well. Like, you know, yeah, having, leadership having, issue. Having that leadership, yeah. I mean, we've got... It's, don't get me wrong on this. It's, to me, it just seems like it's biased because yeah. every manager we've had, a barring Nugent, has been Italian. Yeah. I, know, I know there's only been two, but still. It's just Nugent. He's the only English one we've had, and he was Russell's second go-to guy. Yeah. And we've had Milanese, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maro Milanese. Yeah, and then we've got the Varane. It's just like... And a good point I was raised on Saturday is that Nugent was barking out orders for the first time under Fabian on Saturday. And we won. We took the three points, which wasn't a surprise really, was it? Yeah, which I don't know if that's the first time that he's been in, in the dugout at a, at a game or yeah. not. But it, it certainly worked, and hopefully that will be replicated tonight. How do you think we'll finish the season? I'm feeling hopeful that we can finish in the top half of the season. Being in the top half. I reckon what we... Don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not expecting anything tonight. Just for the shit, that the form that brought... You can't, you can't disregard Bradford's form. They've knocked out... They've knocked out seven... They've knocked out, what, yeah. is it three Premier League teams out? they really well. They've knocked out three really Premier League well. teams out of the cup. They're unbeaten in the last three league matches, five in all competitions. They're, they're on fire. You, yeah. can't, you can't disregard that. And the way that we've been playing at the minute... 
we, we come off, we're coming off of a win from Chesterfield. Am I happy with it? Yeah, I'm Absolutely, happy with the result. Yeah. Am I happy with the way it was done? No. The reason for that, it was a hundred and it was what is it? Hundred and first minute. Hundred and first minute. I think the thing about this season is it's expected, unexpected. Up purple, isn't it? it yeah. is, and, and you know, sometimes when you're down the bottom, you don't get the luck you need. And, and no. I think we got a bit lucky on Saturday. Yeah. And you know what? I'll take that because there are plenty of other times this season when we did. That's, that's it. That's, that's what it is. It's gonna get. It's gonna come down to we need luck. Luck's got to be on our side. Yeah, and it evens itself out at the end of the season. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Thanks, Josh. Josh, no worries. Ken, thanks, mate. Adios. So that was at Josh Pavitt interview steward so you can follow him on Twitter giving his honest views about Orient yeah, if you heard a, if you heard a, <coughs> a phone go in the background that was uh, at N Ramsden uh, retweeting one of our tweets so thanks Nick but on a Sunday between 8 and uh, half 9 don't do it <laughs> <laughs> so uh, moving on to the game now the Orient team lined up with Alex Chisak in goal Omazusi at right back Clark Lowry were your centre backs and Sawyer was at left back with Pritchard Vincelo Bartley and Cox uh, across the middle and uh, Dagnall and Mooney up front. Mooney. We had quite a strong bench as well with Baldry uh, and uh, Lisby, McEnough, Bat, Wright, Granger and Hedges on the bench. Yep, so probably the team as you'd expect to see it. Apart from surprise to see Pritchard start, I thought Hedges might have got to start. Um, but maybe Liverani didn't think at that point Hedges could give him 90 minutes. So we got loads of tweets back off you, but we're only going to go through a few. Otherwise, again, we'll be here all night. So thanks for all your tweets. Uh, at Lloyd underscore Stratton. So Pritchard again, I can't remember the last time he had a good 20-minute spell, let alone a good game. Okay, harsh, I thought. Um, <laughs> at Boatsy, really happy that this is the same team as the weekend, barring one change. We need consistency and players playing each week. And at Ian Manny, Rene Johnson, good lineup. Bartley deserved his start after Saturday. Why Pritchard again, though? Yeah, so we started well, though. Uh, good intensity. Yeah. And then the same old story, we get half chance. Vince Lowe does does well, unfortunately an inch too high and it hits the underside of the bar the ball came back out to Mooney who takes his time and gets his shot away but it's cleared off the line yeah and then typically 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 first chance Bradford get uh, ball, ball through to Hanson Lowry and Clark both kind of stand off him no disrespect though Hanson brilliant finish yeah great effort yeah no chance for Chizak 1-0 and as soon as that goal went in heads went down confidence dropped plays go missing they don't want the ball passes get misplaced crowd get aggy then you're fighting a lost cause, and then not not long after that, unfortunately, Bradford made it two 0 But this was more bad defending. I thought free kick just inside our half, swung in. Clark completely loses Hanson. Hanson gets his head to it. Chizak kind of in no man's land. Two 0 mm. game effectively over after after the half hour mark. So yeah, stayed that way till half time, and then Bradford kind of sitting the mick a little bit by banking two subs at half time with the game already won. What do you think? Well, they took off two goal scorer Hanson. Uh, but they got strength, haven't they? They bought on Zoko for Hanson. But big club um, attendance was announced at 4,760 yeah. with 644 Bradford fans. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think they want to grind in the crest of a wave at the moment. So they want to, like we were last season, we took Absolutely. loads away to every game. Absolutely. Um, so then into the second half, then Chisholm makes a great double really save. Really double save. Even though, really good. Even though he kind of conceded two goals, he made some great saves in that and a bit more assured in the keeper. Yeah, moment. but none of the goals were his fault. No, no, but, but um, I think the defence and the crowd were a bit more comfortable with him in goal yeah. over Legends and Woods, I'd say. And then quite a pivotal moment in the match. So Cox was substituted for Hedges. Um, cue mass booming around the stadium and chants that we heard of, you don't know what you're doing um, from the south stand. And apparently in the north stand, there were chances of you getting sacked in the morning. 
I didn't hear that. But apparently I didn't they hear were. that either. Um, but me, both both of us said Wilcox must be injured at the time. We thought that was quite an obvious substitution. Um, and others around us did too. And you could tell by the way the physio went over to Cox. Um, and it looked to be in his hamstring. But just shows you Liverani under pressure. And then uh, Josh Wright came on for Bartley. I thought Bartley had a really good game actually. I thought Bartley played really well in that match. Best game so far for, yeah. him, for me. Cool. I mean, I know he's been injured a lot. But actually, I'm sure I'm not sure if we cover it, but yeah, I think he Liverani covers why he took Cox off. So yeah. that's that's what we'll typically come on to that. typically in the match, um we took a quick free kick right to Sawyer. Great crossing from Gary Sawyer, who again had a pretty decent game. Yeah. Dagnall up unchallenged around the seventy minute mark and completely miscues his header. Yeah. Terrible header from Dagners. I and mean, if that had gone in then Bradford would have a la- a difficult last twenty minutes and we would have been rejuvenated and put a little bit of pressure on him. But yeah. Weight's going for Dagnall there, he should be doing much better for me. That should be bread and butter for a striker. Yeah, but it was yeah. terrible. He's six yard box and he heads it out. Yeah. Terrible. Uh so then McEnough came on for Pritchard. Good to see Jacob back on the pitch actually. Absolutely. Um and then later on uh, another good save from Chizak denies Halliday. Yep. And um, then right before the full time whistle, Dagnall has an effort when he finally beats the keeper, cleared off the line, and that was the third effort we had off the line in that match. Yeah. And a match on a cold, horrible Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. A match yeah. to forget finished zero two. So Liverani said, I'm doing my job the best I can. Of course this is part of football, but I'm not worried. I have to say, when I arrived here, the situation in the league table wasn't much better, and I have 15 injured players at the first training session, so hopefully we are on the right track. Yeah, and then he kind of mentioned the subs that he made in kind of reaction to the crowd's reaction, and said, it's another time when from the stands you don't really pick up on what's happening. Cox asked for a substitution himself because he had a problem with his fire. That's interesting, actually, because Cox said it was his hamstring. Um... We waited a few minutes because Pritchard was supposed to come off, but then Cox asked to be substituted. So, you know, fair play to Liverani. Yeah. And then, interestingly, Bartley, um, after the match, yeah. and I really like this, I think this is what what he should be saying, and it's I, what, I wish they'd all be as honest as Bartley. It's the attitude that they all should have, yeah. yeah. Bartley said, we have to stand up and be men. I think too many of us bottled tackles today. I don't think we were physical enough, and it's time we stand up and be counted, because if we don't, then we're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. Marv, bang on. Bang on, yeah, Absolutely. and I thought it was one of the poorest games I've seen this season, to be honest, and there's been there's been a lot of contenders <laughs> for that. Um, started off with long ball, hitting Hope style in the first half, which is not effective and it's not nice to watch. I'd, I'd you know, I'd take a win watching watching bad football if it helps us get out, but yep. you know, it hasn't been working. No one looked like they turned up. Marvin is right; people don't do that, didn't do their jobs well enough on the day. Um, can't deny that their first goal was an excellent finish, but we shouldn't be allowing strikers that sort of opportunity. Absolutely, every fifty-fifty opportunity, we were second best to it. Yep, and after a decent start, it all crumbled again. Yeah, but if Vince Lowe effort goes in and we lead one nil, we'd have a different mentality, and you'd see confidence, and you'd see players wanting the ball as normal this season. Your position get one chance and they take it, and then heads go down, and the crowd gets restless. Second goal was bad defending. Clark and Lowe, we both get bullied, um, and they got bullied all night by physical attackers. You know, for me at the time, I was thinking, is it time to get Lowry back to left back uh, to get Baldry back in the team? Half-time was a perfect opportunity for me to shake things up and get Hedges on and also get Lisby on as I think Lisby gives the team the shape that Dagnall and Mund both can't give it. We were hoping for that, weren't we? Yeah, hoping for that. And I thought Liverani had a great chance to kind of make Sort an impact, out, yeah. but he didn't. And kind of with his team selection and lack of subs at half-time, I felt Liverani done himself no favours. I did feel sorry for Liverani though when a clearly injured Cox was subbed and, he get, and the crowd boo Liverani. Um, we were unlucky at 2-0, but never really made Bradford work for it. 
I did also make a note saying I do like Chizak. He looked decent. I made a few good saves, and I thought Bartley done really well. And apparently, a few people in the West End were singing. Uh, there's a new Marvin Bartley song to the tune of Human League, Don't You Want Me? And it goes, Marvin Bartley, baby. Really? Yeah. Oh, Marvin Bartley, whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to hear that next time we go to yeah. Um Something also notes that Bradford closed down the ball very well when we had yeah. possession and Bradford really pressured us into errors. And when Bradford had the ball, we didn't have the same amount of intensity to win the ball back. Um, unfortunately, another match slips by. So that's quite an was, epic. Thanks, mate. Epic thoughts for you, mate. Like I was, in terms of like, there's quite a lot there. I was truly peed off. Yeah. I had a lot, lot, lot of expressing to do. <laughs> so we had tons of tweets coming out of that match, and thanks for all your tweets. We can only mm, mention fifty about fifty percent, but there's loads, um, and it, and we mentioned so many because there's such a different variation of great views. So the first one at CM Oriental. Um, good to hear from you, mate. I haven't heard from you in a while. So we need a manager that knows what he's doing and a group of players that care. What has happened to our club is a disgrace. At Orient, Chris says, Trouble is we don't learn. Exactly the same against Fleetwood and Notts County. Concede and then lose. Yep. At Scotty Hamilton said, Beat the teams around us and we'll stay up. Hashtag believe. Yeah. At Leighton James 2 says, I know it's negative, but if we make the managerial change now, we have a good chance to stay up and... Must be proven in League One. Yeah, at mid-table obscure said, as the good Christians we are, we we are, we have given up points for Lent. Hashtag forty days of woe. Brilliant. That was a brilliant absolutely brilliant. Absolutely Made brilliant. me laugh at that. At Smudge underscore LOFC, I travelled down from Stoke for that. Oh, that's a long way to come. I had travelled from Hainault for that, <laughs> and I was gutted. So I really feel for you. Yeah, and, yeah. Self-professed Debden boy saying the same. At Giorgio Irwin seventy seven said, thought we played well second half, but same old. Fabio isn't replaced soon. We are down. Hashtag Liverani out. At Chris underscore Holmes 24 says, The team looks pr- uh, poorly coached and disjointed. We look clueless in terms of performing a tactical game plan. Very poor. At Pank P007 said, Chant and get our own manager. It will be sacked in the morning. Is a depressing new low. Hope the interpreter wasn't on hand. Good point. Yeah, fantastic point. Yeah. I think that's a that's a really clever point to make. At Tom underscore Smith underscore X says, can you see an obvious game plan? Or is it just kick the ball about for 90 minutes? Can't see us getting many more points. That's another good point. Because yeah. like we mentioned before, I still can't see what Liverani is trying to achieve. No. Or tactically what, what, no. what, how he's trying to play just his football. Just go out there and just try and score. At David12 Lloyd says, Liverani is clueless. To edit Andy Tate's quote, give it Coxie to the end of season. At Steve Edwards, 43, the fact remains, amongst everything else this season, we had very little luck. Not over yet. Yeah, good point again, but we didn't have the luck at all. At Flordy Chris, so let's focus on the positives. The pitch didn't look too bad. Hashtag 99 problems, but the pitch ain't one. Very clever. Uh, At Taser (laughs) Junior, uh, at Taser JNR, the club and players look nervous. Sacking Liverani will only unsteady an already capsizing ship. Hearn, Slade, help. Yep, no chance of Hearn helping. No chance of Rice. At PDR1112, said if Liverani stays, Orient will be relegated. Sack him now and let Nugent take charge to end the season and then get Warburton. Yeah, Warburton's too good for him. I for would love one. Warburton, but he, he's going to be in demand. And apparently, I think someone we were talking to said it's not all as it seems at Brentford. Like Warburton's been trying to engineer a move to a bigger club. You reckon? That's half the reason. Well, he's on a one year contract, yeah, rolling contract. So at Stephen J. Clark, Hedges was causing problems on the left, so Liverani moves him to the right and he hardly touches the ball for the remainder. Great, great point, point. Stephen J. Clark. Yep. Yeah. At Wallerad. Said depressingly awful tonight. Long ball to strikers who can't jump. 
non-league play starting midfield. No hope. That's a great point. The long ball don't work with Dale Moons. No, it doesn't work. Uh, with Henderson and Plaza, or Henderson-Lisby, maybe a different story. Mm. At this, Drew says, as soon as Hansen's first goal went in, you could see the players' heads went down and there was no one to motivate. Hashtag clueless. At Mr. Underscore T82, so Liverani says he won't leave a sinking ship, but if he leaves now, it might not sink. <laughs> wow. Very clever, that. As I was saying it, it was going through my brain thinking, that is a brilliant tweet. That is a brilliant tweet. Um, at LOFC 1978, not even doing the simple things. Defence scared to tackle, midfield nervous to pass, and forwards won't shoot. Confidence is low. Yeah, at Everose 2, positives. Bartley's strength, Mintelow's engine, Hedges' pace and direct. Chizak's position and kicking. Mm. Uh, at Dirk Turk, captain in inverted yep. commas, uh, inverted speech mark. Uh, Clark all over the place for both also gave away a silly foul for the free kick yeah well noticed actually uh, at Michael Shea said we seem to have become a team that gets bullied all the time not mm. just about positioning personal battles are being lost which is what Bartley great notice which, yeah. which links into what Bartley said about standing up and being men at Darren Sawyer 89 said Hanson was outpowering and outpacing Clark all night Hanson isn't even that quick so that's saying something great point I wonder if Darren's related to Gary if you are Darren let us know uh, at Gould Howard uh, who's the community officer? Is it community officer, Orin? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so credit where it's due. The first one is a great goal. Assist, first touch and strike, all quality. Hashtag that's football. Good to meet you on Saturday as well, Howard. Uh, yeah. And thanks for all your help. At SamCast9, first was avoidable. Larry and Clark let a long ball drop between the two of them. And one has to head it. No communication. Yeah. Very good point as well. This and is exactly what happened. And to finish off on our tweets from uh, Bradford, at David Rickard, 80. I like this one. Said, I think the real reason for everyone being so disappointed is our long unbeaten one on Wednesdays is now finally in. <laughs> <laughs> very good. I loved it. So there were so many there. Uh, we wouldn't normally read that many out, but there were so many very great uh, points and, and, and good points. And keep them coming because it's it, it's awesome. So moving on uh, quickly now, Guardian Orient revealed that Lundstrom's gone back to Everton. Uh, the club hadn't made that. Uh, kind of communicate that at the time available to us all so they have now but but at that time they hadn't yeah then so on good luck Lundstrom good luck yeah, yeah thanks for all your efforts yeah um, maybe sad, seeing sad. back again maybe I don't know sadly so I don't sure. think it was is what we needed um, no. we, we, we weren't in a strong enough position to allow him to do what he needs to do didn't, whereas last season we did didn't have the impact as well that he had last season no but which that's is surprising because he's a better, he should be a better player now definitely more experienced at a high level yeah but I think he's probably moved to Blackpool probably soured him a bit yep and then on the 19th of February, the club announced that Rochdale Away will now take place on Tuesday the 21st of April. So this is a date for your diaries if you're planning on trekking all the way yeah. up to Rochdale. 21st of April, Tuesday night at 7.45, we are playing Rochdale. And also on Thursday... That could be a vital, vital game, that game oh, we had. They're all vital. Absolutely vital. Because that's the business end, that's like the last two or three games of the season now for us. Yeah. And also on Thursday, Colin Mumford officially started in his new role as communications manager. Yeah. Um, so yeah, welcome to the job, Colin. He was Colin was interviewed in our last podcast, episode 28, so if you haven't listened to that and you want to know a bit more about him, give it a listen. A great yep. interview. Now, something that, that happens quite a lot but doesn't really make it out into uh, sort of public knowledge. Um, Leighton Orient under-15s player Jay Beckford completed a transfer to Premier League side Arsenal. The fee was subject to the Elite Player Performance Programme compensation, which we all know translates into a few pennies compared to what we would have got if the EPPPPPPPPPP... What's that? EPPPPPPP? Yeah, wasn't in place. Yeah, didn't really agree with it. 
uh, from what I could gather from what, when I heard it was coming in anyway. But uh, Orient Academy director Andy Edwards wished him the best for the future. He's been a credit to the club all the time he's been here, said Edwards. We're disappointed to lose him. We wish him all the best at Arsenal. We've got some exceptional players in our academy, of which Jay is one. The club have received a sum of money, which is quite substantial. Should he go on and become successful there? Yeah, good luck, good luck to you, uh, Jay. But a shame to lose you. But, yeah, but it uh, happens all the yeah. time. Also, on Friday night, it was announced that Sam Link has joined Grey's Athletic on a work experience loan. I don't know what a work experience So that is. means that we re- can recall him at any time. Fine. It means that he will come back to us to do training because they're obviously part-time. So he will oh, probably fine. train with us and then train with them on certain days. Cool. Best, I think. Luck, best luck to you, Sam. Unfortunately, not to be uh, included more on the first team yeah. at that point, I would say, this season. But we look forward to having you back maybe next season. I think it's a bit too toxic to start letting these guys. It would probably jade them a bit. Possibly. Um, because we're not doing that great last season maybe if we were mid-table I think it'd be a different story yep so that brings us on to yesterday Saturday 21st of February um, we tweeted Cox on Friday night asking how he was and he tweeted back on Saturday morning um, saying uh, not as bad as first feared so thanks for the uh, tweet back Dino yeah we know you listen so thanks very much and then we had a tweet from at Daniel Santon that um, Elliot Omazuzi had a broken hand uh, I think it was actually a broken thumb, but uh, you know, yep. thanks so much for getting in touch with us, uh, Dan. Cheers, Dan. Uh, see you at Walsall, mate. Um, Omazusi was interviewed in the gallery hospitality before the match and had his thumb in a protective cast, which was also in a sling, so just to keep the swelling down a bit. So um, we knew that he obviously wasn't going to be playing, so the teams were announced. Yeah, and it was a, it was a good team actually, very strong, strong, chiseling goal. Yeah. Um, Sawyer right back, which was a surprise to some. Lowry, Baldry, centre-backs, the Sainer, left-back, and in midfield was McEnough on the right, was it? Uh, McEnough was on the right. Yeah, uh, right. No, no, McEnough uh, uh, with Hedges. Yeah, I think they swapped. Fine. Yeah. Uh, McEnough on one of the wings, right, and Vincelo in the middle, Hedges on the other wing, and Mooney and Dagnall up front, subs, yep. Charlie Granger. Now, listen to this for a bench. Clark, Cox, Bartley, Simpson, Plasmati, and Lisby. That's a bloody strong bench. So strong, isn't it? On paper, we are probably the best team in this league. Henderson, on paper. Henderson's injured. As James well. is injured. Yeah. That's a, that's a really strong bench, mate. So, that's a really strong bench. Yeah. So, sorry, right back, same left back. First start for Joby McEnough since the, since Boxing Day. Um, and the same start for the first time since January the 10th. So, good to see a few big names. Coming you, back. You, yeah. Heavyweights. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Finally, back to a 4-4-2, which the players seem to prefer. We've got two wingers on the pitch. Finally, uh, with a strong bench to make effective changes during the games. Very pleased with this. Did wonder who would play where initially. Yeah, I think a few people did. Yeah, um, it wasn't obvious. My thought, I was happy with the team. Um, is Pritchard injured? Because he wasn't even on the bench, which makes me Don't think know. that he could possibly be injured. But we'll Pro- see. Possibly. Good to see lots of options up front and a balanced midfield with two wingers. Finally, the same for me is experienced to play it. Uh, right back or left back same with Sawyer so don't mind that so a few of your views on the team selection at Luke BR1998 said well it's the first time in a long time we have two wingers playing on the wings yep at Chris underscore Holmes 24 I'm glad Hedges is starting he looked very promising at the end of the Bradford game at Orient Dave said promising but more chopping and changing in the centre of defence centre backs need to be settled at Kai showing oof that's not a bad team Fabio's fielding today Pinch me, I'm dreaming. Good to see Coxie still fit for the bench. Yeah, Agree. There's a, there's a bit of concern that Coxie will be out for a couple of weeks. Great to see him on the bench. Yeah. F underscore Beavis said, looks strong, with the exception of the fullback conundrum. Good to see Baldry start. 
Yeah, absolutely. At PDR1112. Uh, Baldry starting today. Wingers also. Who picked this team? Couldn't have been Liverani. And finally, at Ian Mane, Rene John. Jay Simpson lives. Yes. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, you were at the match yesterday. I couldn't make it because my wife isn't ill in hospital at the moment. So, get well, Sarah. Yeah, get well, Sarah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, move. So, yeah. Uh, just the, the, the general sort of demeanour of the players it looked a bit more solid a bit more confident yeah so uh about four minutes in four or five minutes in uh there was a move started by baldry at the back um again his calmness in bringing the ball out rather than clark's uh, preference of, of hoofing yep. it out um right hedges and mackinoff involved in in a, in a very slick passing move from the back right the way to the front with with joby mackinoff uh, being fouled a sublime pass from hedges Puts in Desena, who had carried on a run from left back, and um, Mackinoff was in, was was fouled, but good refereeing Ref from on. from Darren Sheldrake to allow play to go on and. That, that sums up perfectly. Desena, Desena, yeah. oh my word. Yeah, so Desena puts us 1-0 up. Great goal. Then and it's good to get the early goal, which is what we'd been missing, the early chances previously. Yeah. So it's good to get, you know... But our freshness, our first sort of 10, 20 minutes are usually the yeah. best of the game. Absolutely. So it's good that we can finally capitalise on it. Yeah. Uh, Joby Mackinoff was really impressive. Really impressive. He he found his, his grit and, and, and that bit between his teeth that you he see needs. that finger? Yeah. He's pulled it out. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Um, so Joby uh, went uh, drove into the into the box. He was brought down, and blatant then penalty. Uh, it was penalty. a blatant penalty. Mooney steps up. Mooney steps up to the score. Well, with the opportunity to score, his fiftieth goal for Leo's, and you all know it's coming. Celebration. Sorry for playing for the whole thirty seconds of that, but I can't. I can't resist. You it. do love it, don't you? Um, <laughs> I want to do. I want to do a Mooney fiftieth episode special and play that fifty times. No, just over. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Um, so yeah, so Dave Mooney steps up and calmly slips it into the bottom right hand corner. Penalty. Beautiful penalty. Penalty. Sent the keeper the wrong way. Um, and I've got to say, best half hour of the season that I've seen so far. Macken up right, Baldry playing really, really well. Brilliant first half. It ended 2-0 Orient. Uh, no change at half-time for Orient, although Oldham made two enforced. Uh, they yeah. had a couple of injuries to a couple of their players, so um, they they um, they bought off uh, two of their players, made two changes, and the attendance was announced in the second half as 4,423. I must say, there was a lot of people who I could see who couldn't make it yesterday. There's one of those where you know, my wife was ill, another mate who... I see down there he couldn't go because he's some like so he's not a bad attendant. Mm. Normally would be better. Normally would get about five, I'd say five. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, midway through the first half, Cots came on for sorry for the second half. uh, Cots came on for Mackinac. Is that because Mackinac was knackered? I think it's probably just a question of managing him 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 back back in, um, which is always the way when someone's been out with long term injuries. You don't want to rush them back playing ninety because it might break him again. few minutes later, um, Murphy goes down in the box, in my opinion, far too easily. He was arms and shirts with, with Baldry. 
that was 50-50. But for me, I think he, he then thought, hold on a minute, I'm in the box. I'm having my arm tugged. If I go down, I've got a chance of winning a penalty. He a, did, and he conned uh, Darren Sheldrake. As a defender, Borgi can't put his arms up at any point, and he did. And he guy went down and bought a penalty. Yeah, but not, he, not, he went down. He just literally threw himself down. and I, I, I don't believe that was a penalty. They get given all the time. Um, but justice was served because um, Alex Chisak superbly denied, um, and um, it was justice quite, was served. It yeah. was quite a well-hit penalty. And oh, it was, yeah. He saved it was well. To the corners. And then with a follow-up, Chizak also made himself quite big and didn't got up show. quick. And this is the difference maybe between Chizak and Woods, that the follow-up, Chizak made himself big and spread himself and didn't give the, I think it was 40, the angle to beat him. So he, he could only aim at the outside of the post and that's where he hit. Whereas Woods sometimes shows the wrong angle to forwards. Just an observation, I might be wrong. Yeah. I still love your Woods anyway, mate. <laughs> Um, so Bartley uh, replaced came on and replaced Mooney with two new up. It's a sensible thing to pack the midfield yeah, out, absolutely. stop them, uh, stop them from playing a bit. And then uh, around the 80th minute, um, Jay Simpson uh, came on to replace uh, Hedges. We, so we've gone from sort of really four four two to what looked like a four two three one with Wright and, and Bartley sat back, allowing the others to go forward with Dagnall up front on his own. Uh, credit to Liverani, you know. He gets a lot of bad press when he makes bad choices, but made some good subs yesterday. Yeah. T- tactically, seemed very astute and aware from what I'm told. Everything clicked yesterday. Good. Everything worked well. The team were working really, really hard. They were uh, working hard for each other. They weren't being bullied. They were winning their personal battles. That bloody time. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, on the 90th minute, uh, Dagnall was sent through, but stumbles over the ball and loses the amazing advantage he had. He was played through really well. Um I, I'm going to say it, I thought he had a really poor game. He was poor the whole game. You're not going to say about Dagnall, though. He works hard. He works hard, though, mate. He does. The, the, the thing that's I keep be, saying that to Warren as well, the thing, behind us. The thing that's going to be interesting is who Fabio's front two is when they're all fit. Because I don't think he'll leave Henderson out. And so then you've got Mooney, Lisby, Dagnall, Bat. I'd like to see a bit of Lisby. Bat. Henderson, Lisby, though, it's not, that's not a pacey forward line. I'd like to see... Maybe Henderson Simpson. I've got no idea. No idea. There's, mm. there's still the front two places up for grabs, but I love David Mooney. Or maybe does he go? It'd be well maybe does he go three five that. two? To get more wingers involved. Or three, some very big choices three, for four, Fabio one, to make yeah. going forward. Okay. Um, so, then, so then uh, just in the dying, well, we have five minutes of extra time. Um, Jay Simpson receives a pass. He's probably just on the edge of the box. Uh, drops his shoulder one way, uh, turns the other, shoots. Simpson with the shot and Simpson with the goal. An absolute blinder. Well that was Simpson. A, yeah, great, great way to. Um, it was a great way to end the game. Um, great goal. Uh, great way to to uh, mark your return uh, to to the team. So passing on the cake totally, wasn't it? Yeah, really, really good all round team performance. Really pleased with that. Um, two tweets about Mooney scoring at Boatsy. Looking forward to the Mooney goal commentary on the podcast. Yeah, hope you glad, glad we're able to do that. And at uh, Stephen, Stephen J Clark. Yeah. Happy birthday, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Love it. So Liverani came out after the game. <laughs> And said, happy birthday, Wayne Rooney. No, he didn't. He said, uh, today was a game where, unlike on other occasions, we scored first and that made a difference because it boosted the mood of the players and gave us an advantage. Finishing the first half 2-0 up was very important, even if there were situations in the game where we struggled a bit and had to make sacrifices. 
but we did well and we covered injured players, so it was very good today. Absolutely, and the team looked calm and comfortable when they came out, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, I had a decent feeling about this as the team and strength all over the pitch, uh, and starting with Hedges was long overdue. He's a determined uh, and problem-causing winger um, who we need to see more of. I think I'd have to say for the following players, I think it's probably been their best game of the season. I'd say Joby McEnough, Josh Wright with fantastic passing and vision, winning headers throughout the game, putting himself about and being really disruptive to their attack. Really Is good that to because see. he's now a bit fitter, a bit settled, more sharp learning his matching. place in the team? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. Baldry, driving forward with the ball rather than hoofing it is, is refreshing. Well, we said that before about Baldry, is that he's a better footballer than Lowry and Clark. Maybe not a better defender, but a better footballer. Yeah, and sometimes I know what you, you mean need players like that to bring calmness, bring the ball out, not not feel the pressure, deal with it. As a midfielder, I would be happier with Baldry behind me than a Clark or Lowry. Yeah, because if I know I had Baldry behind me, I'd have better service into me. Whereas, yeah, not not nothing against Clark and Lowry, but yeah, it's if, just a comparative. If I'm Vince Lowe or right, I'd rather have a ball coming into me from Baldry. Than right, than Clark or Larry. Yeah, we probably won't come into you. Yeah, if you've got Clark and Larry behind <laughs> yeah. you, that's probably half the point. Um, but yeah, so uh, Gary Sawyer, absolutely, probably say, my man of the season I've got so to say, far. What happened to Sawyer? Like last season, couldn't, couldn't catch get a, a break. In, yeah. Couldn't catch a break. This season, beast, legend. He's absolutely legend, storming Sawyer. it, and uh, even at right back, even at a position. Yeah, it, but it, it, the only difference is obviously is is. The side of the pitch he's on, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's still the same job that he's doing. Yeah. So, but he, he adapted really, really superbly. Um, so, yeah, Gary, it continues to impress. Alex Chisek was fantastic yeah. in goal, commanding, dishing out instructions to the back line, the penalty save. I mean, you know, can we play like that every week, please, lads? Yeah. It'd be really, really great to see. And if only Fabio could put out the same side every week, um, if he could. That should be it. Yeah, if we well, can put the same side out against Walsall. I'd be very surprised if there's too many changes to that lineup. Yeah, so, loads of reaction again. So again, we can only mention a few of them. But at Bradley Acker's ninety-five said the last three games played, last three games played, we have played three teams in the top eight and got six points out of nine. Have we turned the corner? Absolutely. Yeah, at TCW zero one zero two, it may be doom, but tonight it's not gloom. Yeah, very nice. At it's ZV James it said. Late on FC, great to see the lads smashing it today, 3-0. Absolutely. At Ben LOFC, Liverani has got a long, a lot wrong this season, but I think he's called it right not to start hedges recently. The guy can't defend. Interesting point. Good point there. Good Interesting, point. but maybe that's not his job to defend. Yeah, possibly, but a decent point. Like Ronaldo's job isn't to defend, it's to attack. You didn't, just, you didn't just compare hedges to Ronaldo, did but you? But they're wingers, aren't they? <laughs> At Chris Kane, <laughs> underscore nine ninety two. So three words to sum up today's performance. Committed. Battle, desired, yes. Fine performance from all. We need to go again. Yeah. That's the three keywords that you want. That's a great sum up. That's what you want from all that we haven't seen this season. Yeah. Uh, Easy Lee, um, massive three points, defended well as a team. Yeah. We did absolutely do that. Uh, Josh Pavitt, who was interviewed earlier in the episode, said great result today for the O's. As I said to Paul when I saw him, it's always the shocking choices that work well. Hashtag yeah. up the O's. Absolutely yeah. bang on, Josh. Sometimes S- it just clicks, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at S underscore Fitz 95, saw Dagnall and Simpson play together against Northampton. They look scary, scarily dangerous. Could be a great partnership. Yeah, good point. At Georgia. That'd be a good pace. At Georgia, yeah. Very much, very much, but not you wouldn't you couldn't play the long ball without. Him. No, no, no. Well, that would be the the ideal be reason defeat, not yeah. to. Yeah. At Georgia, Owen seventy seven said so. Obviously, we play better with two raw wingers, and Vince Lane right in the middle worked well. Good on three points. 
Absolutely, and at Howard, uh, at Gould Howard, the luck turned for us today. That's what's been missing all season. Long may it continue. So with those three points, we are now 23rd in the league, which sounds bad, but there's a lot to play for. It's very congested down there, so yep. we've played 31. Only 15 games left, mate. 1-8, June 8, lost 15. It's considering we're in the relegation, one place off bottom, goal difference of minus seven. Yeah, it's because we've been it's losing games like 1-0 or yeah. 2-1 or something. And obviously we just pulled back three goals as well, which is great. Yeah. So we're currently on 32 points. So negatives and positives. We've got too many positives this week, which is fantastic. So you want First to do the time positives? this season. Yeah, I'll do them. Uh, Chizak's been impressive. I think it's vital we keep Chizak as long as we can. Yes, I think he's only here for another couple of weeks, March, unfortunately. I think it's March 9th. 9th I th- yeah, I think, yeah. That, I'm, I'm not hoping we're not confusing that with Lloyd James's No, I think it's March 9th. Appointment. Yep. Um, great to see Jay Simpson back and Absolutely. scoring. Yep. Options that the manager has in all positions, like Sawyer at right back, lots of op- options uh, for the players in rotation. So we mentioned that about the bench before. There's loads of different formations he can play. There's loads of different ways he can play his football now. Liverani, he's got a lot of options and now he's starting to get the team back. Yeah. More Be positive. Yep. The fact that we scored three goals in one game. And all different goal scorers as well. Yep. Uh, clean sheet, including a penalty save. And today, a uh, team effort today, underlined by a hard work ethic all over the pitch. Yeah. So, just two negatives this week. Uh, Hate to pick on individuals, yeah. but... Dagnall seems a bit shot on confidence, misfiring at the moment. Maybe time to give him a break. Um, and you've put Mooney poor. I guess this was about yesterday. Yeah. I, I, I've read a few people saying Mooney was poor, but... Dave Mooney, you know. Yeah, he's kind of one of those, he blows hot and cold. Cool, so Hero of the Week? Yeah, we're going to have to give it to Alex Chisek, without question or a doubt. Well done, boy. Alex Chisek, well done. Great week for you. So next Saturday we have Walsall away. Uh, Rinslow picked up a booking yesterday and they're suspended, so obviously we can't play the same 11. So maybe right Bartley or right... um, Probably right Bartley. Unless I'm forgetting someone. Yeah, no, that, that would be it, right, Bartley. Right, yeah. Bartley's not Absolutely. too bad. Um, Walsall, um, a 14th in the league. They're doing right at the moment. Played 31, won 10. Drawn 11, lost 10. They're on 41 points. But it's a decent time to play Walsall because they should hopefully be distracted by their first ever Wembley appearance. Um, and hopefully they'll bottle out the 50-50 challenges. So yeah, before hopefully. we finish the episode, we're just going to round up. So one of my favourite players at Orient at the moment David Mooney hit his 50th Orient goal um, for all the offsides and fouled lob attempts. I find <laughs> David Mooney very endearing. So my favourite Mooney goal is the Swindon away goal where we just went one down. Mooney gets it just inside their half, well, about halfway inside the half and thinks, you know what, keeper, I'm having this beautiful lob and the old Mooney celebration. Yeah, so, now you've said that, that's come back to me, I remember it. I, I know he scored loads of great goals he's got and he's got so many goals. like really good goals. The goals where he doesn't have to think and he just instinctively bosh you want when he has to, have, to think. Don't give Mooney any time to think. Yeah, yeah um, Most players would fluff that but he actually works better that way. Yeah, you're, you're uh, I'm going to go with the Port Vale which seems to be quite a popular choice actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, haven't, so, got time, hadn't had to, haven't had time to sit and review all 50 like oh, the Cox montage. He's got but, some great goals Mooney, Port Vale like you said, Peterborough's Colchester. So a few of your favourite goals at Sunshine LOFC said Peterborough last season in the 3-1 win his first that was a great goal took it down smack Mooney yeah at Boatsy Colchester at home last season that's the one where you turn on the spin beautiful finish at PM31970 Swindon away for me looking forward to the compilation this week yeah Munford 
you know what to do, son. Yeah, I can't remember who did the... Elliot. No, it was, it was someone. Elliot, Elliot Byrne, I think. Elliot, Elliot Byrne, yeah. yeah. Uh, at David 12, Lloyd, Swindon away last season when their fans were still celebrating. Yeah. At O's fan basing, Swindon away defo, perfect as it shut the home fans right up. Uh, at Emo Havering, Swindon away, a sublime 20-yard lob. Gareth P, has to be Swindon away. All that resulted in many failed chip attempts afterwards. <laughs> Super. Got to, got to take the rough with a smooth, Gareth. So what a way to end episode 29. That's it, on a win. I can't believe we are actually able to start in a normal fashion with Tijuana Taxi to come out to, yeah. rocking all over the world yeah. to end with. We've conceded two goals, scored three. We've had a decent performance. There's a player that's gone from the academy up to a Premier League side, so yeah. hopefully something will come from him. Uh, Walsall away next week like you say maybe they've got one eye on the cup so they're not going to be putting themselves about too much um, right that we carry on our good form into next week if we win next week it'll be 9 points out of 12 and that's when you could really see the tide start and to it'll turn. be a back to back win as well players starting to come back maybe pl- players starting to buy into Fabio so you'll be at Walsall so you'll be tweeting I'll be there yeah come and say hi if you see Paul um, come and say hi and apologies for not selling the badges yesterday yeah. when we found out Prostat UK were there we thought we'd be a bit yeah, silly of us donated to 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 get them. So badges will be on sale in the next couple of weeks, and Absolutely. we hope to sell them to you. Yeah. So thanks for listening. That's about it for the, from us this week. Um, thanks for joining us for uh, episode twenty nine. Um, keep in touch with us. Uh, any thoughts you have, we're at Orient Outlook on Twitter. Uh, all I think that's left to say is just keep calm uh, and uh, sing up for the boys when you're with them, and and listen to the Orient Outlook podcast. Yeah, as always, up the O's. <laughs>